For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey everybody, we're back. We're talking to Augusta Fair, uh, who is a student ministry assistant at First Presbyterian Church in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, yesterday, we just uh, asked Augusta what are some of the most frequently asked questions she received and um, some of those dealing with uh, suffering and, and pain. Um, and today, uh, Augusta, and, and I've said this before a few times, but you know we've collected a lot of questions from other youth workers um, that those frequently asked questions I get. And so here's a question uh, somebody had, but kind of setting up a scenario of um, a friend who did something and there's a confrontation that needs to take place. And so, you know, my di- my friend did, you know, fill in the blank, maybe, you know, uh, drove drunk or experimented in drugs or gossiped about somebody behind their back. My friend did this and I need to confront them. You know, how should I go about doing that? And so let's maybe just keep it a little... Um, I guess maybe simpler than something complex, and so maybe let's just say uh, they gossiped behind somebody behind somebody's back, and there needs to be a kind of confrontation that takes place. How would you go about that? All right, so, um, I first off would say that even in my own life, like I need to continue to learn about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I want to give a shout out to a Kevin DeYoung article that I read on Gospel Coalition uh, that was called "The Ministry of Rebuke." Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really fascinating because, you know, I, 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 you see yourself in one of these people. There's the people that are like, you know, quote unquote, great at confrontation or, or, or great at rebuking and they're doing it all the time. Um, and then there's people that um, shy away from that and don't want conflict and, and want to not upset people. And so yeah, the yeah. article says that there's sin in both of those. Hmm. Um, and so I think it's important to like kind of do a check on yourself. Like if you're the big bad wolf confronting your friends all the time and you love <laughs> Like maybe not the best heart to go into a conversation with a friend um, about about their gossip or whatever it may be. Um, mm-hmm. I think thinking like first of all, like humility, uh, like a lot of humility, a lot of love, um, and then obviously like courage and truth. Um, mm-hmm. But but I, some of the stuff that the article said was that it's important to know the type of friend you're rebuking. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, just like know who they are. Like how do you care for them? I mean, people are different. Uh, and so what might work for one friend that the other friend might not hear or it might really hurt them. Um, and then, you know, like using wisdom on like, is this really the right time? Like, do I need to do I have to run in and do it right now? Or would there be a better time when they would be more receptive um, or even like entering into a conversation with them that that could kind of lead there through questions? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that that it's always kind of great to just really to be sensitive and to read the situation well versus kind of like, you know, bulldozing. Um <laughs> that it's the gentle answer turns away wrath in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so if your answer can be soft, don't be loud. Um, mm-hmm. That, that um, I think that gentleness and soft care is, is always the first option. Uh, always got to try that first. And that quote about, you know, don't punch in the gut if an arm around the shoulder could be good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, and that's just, I just think again, like kind of reading the situation well, thinking about who the friend is. And then, you know, like the humility factor is check, check our eye for the plank Mm -hmm. that could, you know, um, I could be guilty of things as well. Like take responsibility for that. Um, before I kind of go in and say, well, you do this, you know, you do that and, and make it about, um, like, I don't think this is what, who you want to be versus you're always doing this or you're a terrible person and don't, don't attack the person, attack the, the problem, mm-hmm. attack, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, no, you're saying a lot of good stuff. And I think you <clears throat> um, hit the nail on the head when you said, I mean, just starting with a heart of humility um, that, you know, anytime there's, there's confrontation that's going to take place, um, as you said it, I mean, seeing and knowing that there is a plank, you know, in your own eye before you, you get the speck out of your brother or sister's eye. Um, that, that, that is the place where we have to begin. And, you know, I think with any confrontation, even just, you know, stating that up front, <clears throat> saying, you know, Bobby or Sally, you know, that you're confronting, um, there's something I need to confront you about, but please now I'm coming as a broken sinner. I'm, I'm coming as someone who has not arrived um, with this issue I'm about to confront you with. Uh, you know, I struggle in the same way. Um, and right. so even stating that up front, um, you know, just the power of humility. I mean, that just kind of um, creates peace and um, less frustration and less animosity by just entering in, um, admitting we're broken sinners uh, that haven't arrived. Um, so I think that's, like you said, that's a, an excellent place to start. And then um, as you went on, even thinking about, okay, you know, the, the individual, you know, thinking about, Okay, the way we confront somebody is not necessarily the way we confront this person over here. Um, and, and realizing that, you know, this whole idea of confrontation and rebuke, yes, it's a biblical thing. Yes, we are uh, charged to do it by Scripture. Um, but there's not like a, a set uh, way to do it in, in every single situation and circumstance. It requires wisdom um, and discernment. So I think that's really good to, to highlight that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's everything, I mean, as with anything in life, I mean, it's just such a, uh, you don't want to go in too lightly, but then there's always the flip side of um, being too heavy handed. And I, and I think you, you always have got to watch out for that. And even that, that feeling of like, gosh, I'm so mad at this person. Like this person's really steaming me right now. Like mm-hmm. just to really pray that the Lord would take that away. Cause I don't think that needs to come into the conversation. Um the, the frustration and the anger that can come from probably sometimes righteously, you know, mm-hmm. but I think that sometimes that can fuel a conversation in a really unhealthy way. And it's really important to lay that down at the foot of the cross before you, you go in. I mean, that's that part of that humility, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was that. Yeah. And, and I think that's another good point of just, you know, being sure that as we're, um, you know, going to, to confront an individual and we're, we're going to talk about humility and talk about the plank, um, in our own eye, uh, to really do our our part before we even have the confrontation and say, okay, if I really do believe that I have a plank in, in my own eye, okay, let's really dig down in my own heart and see why am I confronting this person? Because like you just said, you know, sometimes it could be that this person just does something that annoys us <laughs> and right. we're, we're entering into a confrontation when it's really, okay, look, this is more about me and my son and I need to deal with that before the Lord. Um right. And, and, you know, just being cautious of, you know, am I really looking out for this person's uh, good and their growth uh, in Christ um, in this confrontation? Um, am I concerned about them and their heart or is it more on me? Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that the the first part of of this article I read was talking about like when do you actually rebuke? Um, you know, and and when is it necessary? And like, what are things you look for? And so I think that's always important to to even you know to know there are times to say something, and there's other times to just keep reflecting and think this could be me being you know a sinner as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then something too that um uh, I think it was Paul David Tripp, which. I know in his book, Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands, uh, there's a whole chapter devoted to um, confrontation. And and I can't remember anything specific other than I thought it was an awesome chapter. (laughs) So I should probably go back and and read that. But it seems like he he did say something about um, truth grenades, (laughs) that oftentimes we... Um, we might even be correct in an assumption about our, our friends or uh, something in which you know they've been in the wrong and we need to confront them, but we need to be cautious of just lobbing truth grenades into their life and just saying the truth in a blunt and unloving way, um, like mm-hmm. a you know a wrecking ball. Uh, just being cautious and loving in the way that we're conveying truth. Uh, that you know obviously. Uh, Jesus Christ confronted plenty of people in, in Scripture, and there are times where He did it stronger than others. But um, there, there's this heart of compassion and mercy and grace um, in the ways that He would confront. And we obviously, as His followers, need to be uh, need to be praying that we, by God's grace, can do that as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is really good. And so yeah, I think with students, just kind of applying this to students, um, you know, telling them to have a heart of humility, telling them to search their own heart um, before. Uh, telling them to, to consider their friend, think about where they are. And as you said, just thinking of the timing of when you're going to do it. Um, they right. could be, you know, if they go to school with this person, they know, okay, this person has a big test coming up and they've got a lot on their plate um, to maybe wait, um, you know, and think of a good time. So I think that was a good uh, thing to bring up. Um, so before we close this out, I guess, anything else you want to add to this? You know, um, and I, I'll be curious to hear what you think about this. There were some things that ha- that I think maybe later in high school you see um, maybe just some real grappling with some real issues, whether it's gossip or something more serious. And um, maybe you have a friend that is just not handling the confrontation well, or um, maybe you've said something and it's the six month mark and you're like, maybe I need to say something again. And I remember someone telling me one time that there's some wisdom in like, how often uh, you go back to the person or like maybe the person's heart. I, I think there's something about uh, casting your pearls before swine. You've got a, like a pearl of wisdom, a pearl of something you care so much about this person. You really want to talk to them. You really love them. You're coming in humility and they're just smashing the pearl underneath their hoof, you know, uh, figuratively. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, I think that there's something there for those who are just like fighting in relationship with someone who they love dearly and see the sin in their life and it's, you know, hurting them. Um, but they just don't care for, to, to listen to this person. And so I think there's something about, um, you know, wh- when do you use wisdom to know, like, you know, they don't want to hear this anymore. They've, they've been told, you know, um, and there are some times where you have to keep going back, but I think there's some times where you're casting your pearls before someone who just does not want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've heard it enough to where they, sh- they know what you think, you know, uh, what do you think about that? No, I, I think you're you're dead on. I, I mean, the, the scriptures definitely warn us. I mean, as you're talking about casting your pearls before swine and um, you know rebuking a fool, um, that there are going to be those who who don't want to hear it, who don't want to listen to us. And yes, we need to um, strive uh, by the Spirit to have these conversations to um, you know enter into some of this this confrontation, this difficulty. But know that there might be, you know, a point where you just say, "Okay, um, we're not getting anywhere. 
um, and uh, you know, obviously, diligently be praying about that before the Lord, uh, asking Him for wisdom and discernment on how to proceed. You know, if there is this confrontation, this scenario where it is difficult and you don't feel like you're getting anywhere, I mean, that's probably where it's helpful to maybe even bring in another friend in this, or you know, if you're talking to students, maybe you know, have, bring in um, a youth worker or you know, some kind of mentor um, as a mediator. Right. Uh, to try to bring some kind of, you know, closure or reconciliation or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, there might be those points in time where you, you it could be that you're dealing with an unbeliever and they just don't want to hear it. And, um, you know, there's not going to be any reconciliation. So, uh, right. yeah, there, that's that's a tough place for sure. But it's, it's definitely something uh, that we need to continue to, you know, bathe in prayer and ask for God's wisdom uh, in the midst of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, a lot of good, a lot of good stuff, Augustus. So thank you. Thanks, John. Appreciate it.